Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Your Lives in Gaming podcast. This week we have an as yet untitled show because between the three of us we haven't come up with anything. And by the three of us, I mean my excellent pair of co-hosts, Jay Chalk and Sineth. How are you doing today, guys? More like yeah. we haven't really even thought about it. <laughs> you know, yeah, you said that. And I was like, wait, we don't have a name. Oh, we don't have a name for this. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Hello. Hello. I mean, we'll go for the as yet untitled Our Lives section of the podcast. Um, so what have we been up to? What have we been playing this week, guys? Um, yeah. Go ahead, Jay. Sorry, I was just going to say... Um... Right, this week I've been playing, I think, kind of the same stuff I've been playing last week. So a lot of Beat Saber. Um, I think really whenever I step back into my VR headset, it's it's Beat Saber. Usually I like to end off a stream. Uh, Beat Saber is a lot of fun. Um, of course, we'll talk more about um, the Steam Clear of what I've been playing then later. Uh, but Fable, uh, Anniversary Edition on Steam. Uh, we'll talk more about that, but that's just, yeah, Fable and Beat Saber and, of course, Super Metroid, about the top three that I've been playing recently. I do have to ask you, have you started The Messenger since our previous episode? Yes, actually, and that's true. Um, I did pick up The Messenger, and I got to the part where it kind of really starts to pick up, where you unlock the map. Um, okay. Spoiler alerts to anyone who hasn't played yet. Um, I'm loving it, truly. Uh, for anyone who enjoys platformers and anyone who enjoys humor, uh, really good you know, writing, I think, uh, has really good positives on all fronts. I definitely agree. So I guess we'll get more out of you when we catch up on what's been going on with the Steam Clear. So, Sinath, what have you been playing? Well, if you guys have listened to the last... Uh beach adventure episode you'll know a little bit of what i've been playing so we'll bring something else new to the table um and that is i've actually been getting into these programs called dungeon draft wonder draft and foundry virtual tabletop um they're not necessarily games but they do create games is as in i'm going to be doing a dungeons and dragons game um i think jay's gonna be in it. i know i'm gonna be leading it um we're going to have a lot of fun creating characters and, you know, trying to discover what's happening in the world. Oh, fun. <clears throat> I mean, hopefully, you know, time's permitting and everything, because I'll be back at work in a week next, no, sometime soon, because I'm off at the moment on leave. Uh, hopefully, time's permitting, I'll be able to get in some tabletop as well. That sounds good. Um, I will say, I don't think the Desert Island episode is going to be out till after this purely because it's a lot more work to cut and edit but yeah it won't be that long after so keep a year out and you can get an update on what's going on with Sinath there uh, so for me this week I have played let's have a look Steam World Quest which was a <clears throat> lot of fun uh, if you've played any of the Steam World games very much the same style of humor, uh, same art style, obviously. This, however, is like a card-based tactics, you know, battle sort of game. So you get, you know, your side of the map, 
your, your side of the battle, they get their side standard sort of like turn-based RPG, except all your attacks and stuff are based on cards. So, yeah, but if you're a fan of the Steam World series in any way, have a look at it at least because it's, it's awesome. Uh, I also played The Hex. Have either of you played this game? I have not heard of it. I have not heard of it either. Okay, so I had not heard of it. It's a game that came with Humble Bundle, I don't know exactly when, but sometime in the last few months. And I saw Cartoon24, I don't know if you know him, Twitch streamer, plays a lot of Mario, did the blindfolded Super Mario World runs. Uh, I watched him play it, and I was like... Okay, this is a bit random. I want to have a look at it, and it's one of those games where you—it's a bunch of different styles of games mashed into one. You've got one that's a you know general generic platformer. You've got one that's like a shooter, top-down shooter type thing, a bit of an RPG mechanic in parts. It's weird, but it was a lot of fun, and a fun story throughout it. But it wasn't bad. Uh, I've also played. Uh, I'm not sure if the pronunciation is right on this, but V V V V V V V. I don't know if either of you have played that. Really I haven't played it, but game. I've heard of it. Really fun game. Check it out. It took me. Uh, let's have a quick look on Steam. Is that the game where you play as like a box and you jump over things? Uh, no, you're a little, basically like a stickman type character, and you go up and down off the ceiling and floor, and it's sort of like. Metroidvania style open map, but you ah, are, okay, okay. you know, you're not getting extra abilities, but it's sort of like a puzzle platformer type thing. Also, I think the game you're thinking of, Jay, is called uh, Geometry Dash. That's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> nice. Okay, I haven't played that, I'll be honest. But V, 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 or however it's pronounced, uh, it didn't take me that long. I finished it in about an hour and a half. But I really enjoyed it, and I'd definitely be up for giving it another go at some point. Uh, what else have I played? Cave Story Plus. Cave Story Plus is great. If you guys haven't played it, give it a go. Really good Metroidvania-style game. And a really curious one. Have either of you played Horus? I've heard of Horus, but I haven't played it. I can't say that I've I've heard of it, actually. It's another one that came with Humble Bundle, I think, a month or two months ago. It's it's really weird. It's It's a lot of fun as a platformer, but there's so much videos and story. And the game is 14 gig, but 11 gig of that is video. Like... It's a lot of fun, but it's just it takes so long to get through it that as video much as, as in enjoy... like like cutscenes. Yes. Cut oh, wow. Scenes. Yeah. <clears throat> so apparently the cutscenes the, the the game is fully pixelated. The cutscenes are all custom made, and I don't know if they're like MP4 MPV4s or something else, MP4 whatever the hell it is, but. Like, they're really, really good, but dude, why that game is 14 gig is just beyond me. It's just wow. But anyway, uh, 
I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but I've also been playing Void Bastards. Play that game. So much fun. Uh, roguelike space shooter. Really, really cool. Check it out. Uh, it was another Humble, Humble Bundle game not long ago. And I'll check it out, guys, because it's brilliant. Nice. Uh, I'm going to have to look into that. Because, uh, yeah, that was last... The Humble Bundle before the last one. Is that right? It might have been. It was definitely recent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I remember that. I was looking pretty. Almost gave me like a, a Borderlands look. Yeah, it's got that sort of art style. It's not exactly the same, but it's very similar. I can see where you draw the comparison. Uh, but have a look at it, especially if you like roguelike games, because it's it's a lot of fun. Um, the other thing, which you probably are actually aware I've been playing, because would you believe it? I've been streaming. Uh, and that's what? I know, what? I know. Excuse me? <laughs> Slow down. Oh, oh. Yeah, believe it or not, you can go to twitch.tv forward slash Mr. Drag and you will find me streaming at the moment, which is a bit of a surprise. But Yeah, I want to say this. This like The first day I was like, oh, look. Look. Look who's streaming. And then day two, Wow. He's dreaming again. Day three, day four, and now I think it's like your fifth day in a row of streaming. I was like, this is impressive. For as long as I've known you, and I've known you for multiple years now, I have <laughs> never seen you stream more than a day in a row. It was actually kind of it, it was kind of cool. <laughs> well, one thing is because I'm off work, so that gives me a lot more spare time, especially during the day when I've been doing a bulk of the streaming. But the other thing is, this is because I have borrowed my little brother's PS4, I have borrowed a bunch of PlayStation exclusives and games which have recently come off PlayStation exclusive to play through them. I've had it for about a month and I've only set it up this week. And I'm playing the Final Fantasy VII Remake. And the I'm so glad I'm streaming it because I'm having a lot of fun doing so. And a couple of people have dropped in. Great chats. A lot of fun talking about the game with the people. But... The big mistake I made was that I streamed it, because now I feel like I have to stream it to keep it going, so I've got the full thing on stream. And mm -hmm. I want to play it, so I've got to stream, and yeah, so I slightly regret starting it on stream, but I've also really been enjoying it, so I'm not going to complain too much. Yeah, that's good, that's good. I mean, I might even stream some other games if I've got time next week. I reckon I can get this done hopefully on the weekend. I think it's been three days I've been playing it. I have just been smashing through at the moment, so it's been good. But clearly I've played a lot more than the two of you this week, or at least a lot more than Sinner. Jay will find out with the Steam Clear update in a little bit. But I've got some news for you. Uh, that affects later in the episode and that is because I've been streaming and gaming so much on my week off I have not actually prepared a quiz for you uh -oh. so <laughs> I have dug out a couple of quizzes that I made for uh, team meetings and work when we did quizzes in some of them and I have a couple of different topics. You can both pick one, and I will select a random question from that topic for the quiz. And there's even a tiebreaker included, just in case. Oh, wonderful. 
<laughs> but that's enough about me. Let's, I guess, move on because other than I think, I don't know if Sinneth mentioned his Celeste speedrunning, which is getting real good at the moment. Uh, unless he wants to chat about that a bit, I think we shall see what else we've got to talk about. Yeah, so as you were just saying, I've, um, and I, I'd said this, and I'm gonna, well, as you guys will hear in the future episodes, I don't want to say too much. Um, you know, that Cele- I've been, I, I played Celeste during All Kids Deserve to Eat, fell absolutely in love with it. Like, oh my word, it is the wor- it is the best. Um, and, really started getting into can I learn to speedrun this? And so I started hanging out in the Celeste community, going to their stream, saying, hey, um, and they come they're starting to come to my streams as well. And they're telling me, okay, you want to do this kind of a dash here. And um you may have heard I don't know if you've seen any Celeste speedruns, um, but you know, they they'll say you want to do a hyper here or you want to do a super here or you want to do this here and that here. Um and for those of us, or for those that have heard of these terms and have seen Celeste speedruns, you would think that these moves that people are talking about are actually kind of difficult. They're actually not that bad. Like, if you're trying to do these, it's actually pretty easy to do if you're into any sort of, like... Um, I guess the best way to say it is... Um, almost a Kaizo-ish button pressing, where you're having to press buttons one right after the other, um, and you have to doing it in a, you have to do it kind of in a rhythm. If you can do that, then I think you can speedrun Celeste. It's actually a fairly easy game to learn to speedrun. Is it easy to get to top tier? Heck no. <laughs> um, so to give you give everyone an idea, I beat Celeste. Uh, about nine and a half hours after starting it in All Kids Deserve to Eat. Stream the whole thing, front to back, completely blind. Um, and then after I finished it, I went another 10 hours on top of that, going back and collecting everything I could in the what are called the A-sides of the game, which are the, the levels that you unlock first before you unlock anything else. Um, so I got all the berries, I got all the tapes, I got all the blue hearts. Um, I even went into chapter eight, um, which is called Core, which is outside of the um, first seven, the first part of the game. That's actually the, the game that you play. And there's more to get over there as well. So I got the blue heart and the berries over there and the tape over there as well. Um, and then after that, um, I was like, all right, let's start learning the speed run. And everyone's like, no, you got to play B-sides before you start learning speedrun. I'm like, no, I'm going to start learning speedrun. So <laughs> I did my first speedrun, and I got, I think it was an hour and 28 minutes to beat the game start to finish without collecting everything um, in my first attempt. So from nine hours down to an hour and 28 minutes just by playing it again. Um, and then... I did another run very recently where I got an hour and 10 minutes. So I PB'd by 18 minutes. Um, And now I'm starting to really shoot for a sub hour to get my time under an hour. Um, My goal eventually many months down the road, maybe a year down the road is to get to 35 minutes. The world record right now, I believe stands at about 24 minutes. 
which just is just mind blowing to me, to be completely honest. Like the amount of work that these Celeste speedrunners put into this game and how optimized it still is, uh, still needs to be. Even it's incredible, it truly is. It is yeah, it, impressive, it, Venice. Yeah, and they're still like finding little optimizations here and there. Like that game, if you're looking for a game that is still finding things that can be done in the game to make it more optimized and faster, Celeste is definitely in there. Fair, fair. Well, I think that's enough of what we've been playing recently. So let's jump straight on to... Well, there's been some big news today. And I guess, enough. what are we going to be talking about? All right, so we'll save the best for last, and we're going to talk about a little indie game that has been out for about a year now and has been kind of blowing up over the last week, and it's called Among Us. Um, Among Us has been out for a little while, and I think what happened, to be completely honest, and the reason for the blow-up is um, there was another game that was made by the same developer named Henry Stickman, um, and that's been out for a little while too. But I just I just have noticed this sudden surge of like YouTube streamers, live streamers, literally all these different people just all picking up Henry Stickman all at the same time and start playing it because it's got really creative writing. It's got really wacky situations that can happen in it. Um, Among Us is a very different kind of game made by the same developer. It's a game where you go in as an astronaut to a ship and you are given certain tasks to help you and the crew get from being trapped in space to getting home. Um, and these tasks could be anything from like enter a code over here on this panel to fix something over here and do things like that. But one of you on that ship um, recently was replaced by an alien life, fo life form who wants nothing more but to kill everyone on the ship, um, whether it's jettisoning them out into space or just chomping on their bones. <clears throat> and so it turns into a social game with you and your friends where one of you is this alien creature who is lying to everyone else and saying, oh, no, I had to go and do this task over here. And you have to figure out who's the person that is killing everyone on the ship. You could accidentally jettison one of your friends instead of the foe. <laughs> now, I haven't actually played this yet, but to be honest, I saw a couple of people streaming it. Loved the look of it. A couple of my real live friends mentioned it to me. Uh, don't take that personally, guys. And yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah, okay, I'm in. I want to give it a go. So I'm going to leave it at that because I'll wait till I've actually played it to comment on it but it looks a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll have a lot more to say about that because I believe you know all three of us are going to be playing that together very soon, so we will have more personal opinions to come. Okay, Definitely. so the big news this week, today specifically, and I'm kind of glad we ended up putting this off to today just so we could get this news because I'm thrilled with it. What's the news, Sineth? So Nintendo um, is celebrating 35 years of uh, Mario. It was 35 years ago this month. Um, I don't know down to the day, but it's this month that the original Super Mario Brothers on the Nintendo Entertainment System came out. 
Um, and I can hear someone typing going to look up the date right now. <laughs> um, so the what Nintendo is doing to celebrate 35 years of Mario is a ton of Mario love. Um, if you are a Mario fan, you need to go watch the trailer because there's a lot of things I'm probably going to miss. Um, but for example, the biggest thing that I think strikes me the best is coming to Nintendo Switch. And I think it's right around the corner. I want to say it's like less than a month away is called Super Mario 3D All-Stars. And what that is, is it's Super Mario 64, it's Super Mario Sunshine, and it's Super Mario Galaxy all in one game, and it's coming to Nintendo Switch. Okay, so first thing, it is this month, it is September the 18th, it is September the 18th that it's actually being released, and it's only going to be available until March the 31st next year. And just to confirm, the actual date of the launch was September 13th in Japan. However, apparently, it's there is no proof to say when it was actually launched in North America. Just that it's likely believed to have been in October with the console. So there we hmm. go. Interesting. It was May 87 it came to the Europe, so... Oh, well. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'll be honest, super hyped for this. I love all of these games. The only letdown, if there is a possible letdown to this scenario, is that Galaxy 2 wasn't included as well. But I have to agree with, with you right there. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I'm... Um... Go ahead, Jay. I was just gonna say I'm I'm also really excited about this because it just gives me a reason to bust out the Switch um, more. Uh, and also, I've played and loved all of these games that are releasing except one, and that's Super Mario Sunshine. And I am very excited to have an excuse to play this game because I just haven't had the opportunity to. And I'm I'm very much looking forward to it, so I'm happy that this is happening. It is a great game. You are going to love it. The other game that um, they're releasing from the Nintendo Direct, and I'm kind of slightly hesitant, but also slightly hyped for this announcement, they're bringing out a new Mario Kart game. Oh, oh no. This, this had me so hyped. I saw it, and I was like, oh my god, that's so excessive. I want it. I showed it's it. so cool. <laughs> yeah, I so showed it to my let girlfriend. Let me describe this guy. Go ahead. Just very quickly, I, I showed it to my girlfriend, and I was I was like, I'm not actually going to buy it, but I want to show you because it's so cool. Showed it to her, like, got to the end of the trailer, and I was like, I, I am going to buy it, though. Just, just so you know. <laughs> and, just uh, so you know. And she was like, she's like, but we, we don't really have the space for it. And I was like, like, that's going to stop me. <laughs> you know, Do it outside. It. Dude, I'll work it um, out. <laughs> So this is a new Mario Kart game um, where you buy the game, but then you also get the an actual physical cart that's like an RC racer that you can get. And um, they've only shown Luigi and Mario so far, but something tells me that you're going to be able to get every character that is currently in Mario Kart at some point. Because Nintendo, 
Yeah, I know, right? Get, get Link, get Donkey Kong, get the Boo, get Bob, get Dry Bowser. Like, you know, all these great characters that have been around forever that I, I, I know Nintendo is not going to miss out on that opportunity, but I, they haven't said anything yet, so I don't want to get anyone's hopes up. Um, but you get these physical carts that are like, they're literally RC racers, and they have cameras over their shoulder. And you also get these plastic um, little track markers that um, look like the tracks that you are the little flag markers that you see in Mario Kart. And what you do is you set them up in your living room or in your basement or outside or wherever you want. And you can put these markers literally anywhere on the floor you want. And then you can set up like little barricades around them if you really, really want to make the track even better. And then um, you can... Uh, then what you do is you go into the game with your racer and you basically paint a track with the RC cart on your lawn or on your driveway or wherever you're setting up your track. So you can set up the track in any configuration you want to by painting it in the game. And then you can take that track online and race against other people or couch co-op race against other people and do the whole like throw weapons at each other hit each other all that good stuff like everything mario kart already brings to the table you can do in this game the only thing they didn't show was the way that in older mario kart games where you could jump up and then skid against the ground to get boost speed and then get yourself a little bit of boost going forward they didn't show that so i don't know if that's in the game or not i'm hoping it is um, but I can imagine why they would not put it in because trying to get the that to translate to a physical piece might not work out very well. I know how slowdowns would work when you're hit by objects because they just slow down the RC eraser. Um, yeah, I mean, basically what happens in the game happens to your thing in real life and what happens to the thing in real life happens in the game. It's all like augment, augmented reality to the max. Yeah, I don't see the skidding being part of this, but I'm not really concerned about that because I think this is going to be good as is. Uh, like I said, I'm hyped. I'm going to get it. Jay, have you seen this, or is this your first time you're hearing about it? Yeah, I'm uh, actually, to be honest, I'm watching exactly what Seneth uh, was describing <laughs> in the background here. It, oh my gosh, it's nutty. Like, this, as you described, augmented reality... It just like takes it to a whole new level of what's like been done before, and I, you know, I'm very curious how it's going to actually work in practice. Um, mm -hmm. You know, because you you can you can see a lot about uh, you know what's been you can see a lot that's in a video, but actually using the product is another thing. So I'm actually really interested to. I mean, of course, I'm going to get it without a shadow of a doubt. Um, so I'm, I'm also interested. I I heard talk about how many cars are included in a you know if you were just gonna get the game do you just get one card you get two cards um you know that that makes a difference because i believe it's i think someone said a hundred dollars or something like that and no one knows if it's you're gonna get like at least two cards so you can at least play with the friend or do you have to have and it's all local it's not online if i remember correctly um, oh really yeah i've i've heard people say that it's only local at least for now but it's only local so how how what is this going to cost in the end if you have like, you know, if you need to get more than one car or is it something you can continue to add on to? Um, I don't know. We'll see, but I'm going to get it anyways. It's, it's just crazy. 
how how much they they came at us with today. It, it, it's a lot. I'm just, I'm looking back on it now, reading some reports. It's just insane. Yeah, and we'll know a little bit more very soon because this is actually coming out next month in October. So we'll have some info to go on at the very least. Uh, there was a couple of other announcements. I wouldn't say they were quite as big, but yeah, I want to just throw one out quickly because I was super excited to see it, but it's not out till next year, so I don't want to talk about it too much because hopefully we'll hear more about it going forward. But that's the Game & Watch featuring Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers 2. I like it. I like this a lot, I'll be honest. Yeah, they're basically bringing the original All-Stars to the Game & Watch. Um, I guess oh. if we're done talking about that one, though, there's one last piece of news I would like to bring up. Go ahead. So, we've been talking a lot about a little game company called Hello Games. And I think rightfully <laughs> so, considering... Um, but to let you guys know that just a couple days ago, Hello Games has released another game. It's called The Last Campfire. I have not heard of this. I had. Yeah. They released it um, 827, and it is basically an adventure-style game where it's all exploration and puzzles. Jay's already on Steam, seeing if he can buy this right now. <laughs> did you say it, it, Did you say they released it? It is released. It's on Epic Games only right now. Oh, okay, because on Steam it has a planned release for 2021. Yep. Okay. Uh, it's, one, it's one of those that comes to Epic first and then comes to Steam gotcha, later. Gotcha, gotcha. Exclusivity periods suck. I agree. And I, I think that's something we could talk about later, definitely. Yeah, we can definitely talk about that another time. I do want to just mention one thing about the Nintendo Direct because we did say that none of us really had any sort of like hot takes or like things that grind their gears this week to talk about, but that has made me think of one. And it's really stupid. I do it to myself by even reading these sort of things, but not long after the Direct finished, I'm on Reddit having a browse. I'm in the Metroid uh, subreddit. And there's a post with this little mini rant about why there's still not been any update on Metroid Prime 4. And I'm like, ah, oh, what is wrong with you? I'm like, it it was the, the, the announcement for the 35th anniversary of Mario's celebration, effectively. Why mm. would we get an update on Metroid Prime 4 in that? I just... Agreed. Very quickly, wanted to get that out, just... I get it, especially if you're a fan of the Metroid games. I am. I really, really want to know when it's coming, what's going on with it. But why would you think they're going to say it on this Direct when it's all about Mario? Mm-hmm. But that's all. Yeah, like, <laughs> like here comes Super Mario Sunshine. Oh, and Super Mario 64. Oh, and by the way, Metroid... No, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Right, that would be the wrong time to do it. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I. But anyway, I, like I said, I do that to myself by even reading the rants. Sometimes it just amuses me to no end. But that one little thing today was just like, why? Why do you have to spoil this for people? But anyway, 
let's move on because that's that's it. I'm happy to have said it. I'm done with it. I can move on. So, <laughs> any other news you want to chat about, or do you want to tell us what might be free this week in gaming? Yeah, so I'm good. I don't know if anyone else has any news they would like to bring up. Uh, other than nope, Jay, I'm ready to hear what's free. Yeah, let's know what's free. What's free? All right, so if you guys missed last week and you weren't paying attention to the Epic Game Store, you missed Hitman 1, the original, the 2016 release, and you missed the entire Shadowrun collection, which, I mean, I am sad if you missed those because those were great games. Right now, what's free on Epic is Into the Breach. Um, Into the Breach is a game that's made by the same game company of FTL, um, which is uh, Faster Than Light is what that stands for. And basically, this is a turn-based strategy game, Roguelite, um, where you go through these different levels. They're all turn-based strategy. And you get to a point where you get to the ending of the game, more or less. And then when you go back to the beginning of the game and you do these levels again they're all randomly generated so nothing is the same from the first time you played it i actually already own all of those games and yet i still went and claimed them all free in fact i think fast and light i claimed because that's be- not fast and light sorry into the breach i think that was on epic before because i already had that when i went to claim it mm-hmm but a lot of good games there, a lot of good games, and one I mentioned to you guys just before we started, it's not free, but a lot of fun, definitely worth taking a look at, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy, this weekend, fifth, or it might be the Midweek Madness, who knows, uh, half price on Steam. Check it out, fun, fun game, and I know I just mentioned it to you guys, Take a look at it if you haven't. It's a lot of fun. Jay, do you have anything that you'd like to say about the uh, Into the Breach game? Because there's more that's coming up. I've I've actually yet to play Faster Than Light, so or really anything from this particular company. So I'm I'm looking forward to giving it a shot, and then potentially I, I actually might even own Faster Than Light. So knocking them both off my list will be uh, a treat. Definitely. Um, and then coming up, we have this week, um, starting on September 10th, uh, a game called Ra- Railway Empire. Um, and then also with Railway Empire is Where the Water Tastes Like Wine. Um, I believe the second one there is more of an indie game. Um, definitely very story-oriented. Um, and Railway Empire is more... Um, your type of game where you're doing simulation, building things, and making them work so that they work better. I do love a sim builder game. I'm pretty sure Railway Empire was where humble bundle. Keep messing that up. A humble, humble bundle <laughs> game recently. Uh, I haven't played it yet, but it does look exciting. I'm actually going to have a look at this water wine now because I've never heard it. Sorry, where the water tastes like wine. 
yeah quick, i've never quick. heard i've never heard of it either so while you guys look that up for me <laughs> um <laughs> i'll talk about some of the other free games that have come out recently um so ubisoft is also jumping on the train this week and i don't know exactly when it's going to expire but tom clancy the division one is free on ubisoft right now oh i did not know that i will have to go and claim that I uh I pre-ordered um the original division way back in the day and I played it for a pretty long time so uh, it's 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 I don't even know how the how um how the game is now I I can't remember if it's even something that you can play single player or if it's kind of like I honestly don't remember but it, it was it was a great game I haven't played Division Two yet um but it, it's definitely a game even if it's free definitely just go for it. No, like I say, I haven't played it much. Uh, any other free games this week, Sinov? Um, I don't think so. Those are the all the ones that I've seen um, or that I've heard of. Oh, and there's one more that's on sale. I know this is cheating, and I was just telling Jay about it before we started. Something called Unraveled is on sale on Steam. And the second game, Unraveled 2, is also on sale on Steam. And you can buy them as a bundle for about $10 United States dollars. Yeah, these are both games I've wanted to play for a while. But for a good portion of time, they were only available on Orange. Origin. Oh, man, I'm really (laughs) struggling tonight. But, uh, yeah, so I still haven't got around to these, but they, they look a lot of fun. Yeah, they look really good. So, um, I mean, they're normally twenty bucks each. You would have to spend forty bucks to grab both. Ten bucks for both games is a steal, and they're absolutely great games to go and grab. So, I would definitely go and grab them if you can. Cool, cool. I will definitely go and have a look at that. So, I'm getting the impression there's not much else free to talk about this week. So, nope i I can't find anything else. <laughs> So this week, Jay wanted to basically have his own little bit where he was running the show. And so Jay's going to ask the real questions. What have you got for us, Jay? Yes, uh, this first question actually um, follows pretty well after, you know, what we were talking about with the Nintendo Direct um, announcements uh, and you talking about your um, last week or so of playing the Final Fantasy remake. And uh, I was actually kind of curious with how popular remakes have been within the past, you know, few years. Um, how do you guys actually, how do you feel about the concept of a remake? Uh, would you, would you rather them? So I, I guess the difference between a remaster and a remake, would you, would you rather them take the game and just like build it from scratch or would you rather them kind of polish it up? Like, I don't know. What are you guys looking in a, in a remake? You're looking for maybe more content? Are you looking for a one-to-one um, rendition of the of the game itself? Or what do you... I, I'm just curious. What do you guys feel about remakes? How do you feel about them? And what are you looking for when you when you, when you you think about a remake? Sina, do you want to go first on this one? Yeah, Um Personally, I prefer a remake over a remaster. Granted, there are remasters out there that I have played and really enjoyed. Um, And like Jay was saying, really the biggest difference is you're taking a game in a remaster 
from one generation into another generation, literally almost one to one. But all you're really doing is kind of bringing it forward so that it can play on newer hardware. You're not bringing the graphics much higher. You're not doing anything really different or revolutionary to the graphics. You're just kind of bringing it forward. Um, the Mario games are a really good example, I believe, of a remaster um, because they've brought them from the original Mario Brothers on the NES, which was playing at probably under 20, 240p um, at the time. And now you can play it at full 1080, and it looks just like what you remember on the old CRT TVs back in 1985. Um, so the, I think that's a really good um, example of a remaster where they're taking a game and they're not changing anything about it. They're just bringing it so that it works on newer hardware. A remake, on the other hand, is, again, to using Mario here as the example, where they take the original Mario Brothers and they put it into a collection like Super Mario Brothers All-Stars. Um, they upgrade the graphics so that they look more two-and-a-half-dimensional. Um, you know, they upgrade the music a little bit. Everything gets a nice little polish on it. And it looks so much better than what you could have played back in 1985. They do add things to it. So All-Stars, for example, has three games instead of just one. Um, and I know with Final Fantasy, they've more or less changed the story. We won't talk about the seventh remake too much because I don't want to spoil for Drag. Um, but there are other games out there that could be given as examples. I believe Shadow of the Colossus is a really good example of a game that was released on PlayStation 2 and then it was remade onto PlayStation 4 and it looks so good and I want it on a PC. Give it to me already. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good point. Um, and I'll let Thray give his um, opinion. Um, you know, there's some really good remakes out there. I think I would also prefer a remake over a remaster, but I'm not going to complain with a remaster either. But I think some good remakes, you know, in the last few years, of course, the Resident Evils are starting to have their turns with some remakes like Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3. Um, they're starting to get remakes. Uh, even within the last five years, Black Mesa for um, Half-Life 1. Uh, that was a pretty good remake. Uh, we've also got Spyro Reignited Trilogy, where all three of the Spyros were um, remade. Um, that, I think, was a one of my favorite series growing up, and I think that the, the, the remake of those games, from what I've played so far, has just been absolutely wonderful. And it's just really nice to be able to relive the experiences in like today's modern graphical style, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's just, it's just and it's cool because it also brings in... Cause like, I have some games that I just absolutely love that I don't think this generation, a lot of the gamers in this generation would like want to play, if that makes sense. So like remaking the game into a more modern graphical style will entice the newer generation of gamers to play these classics, if that makes sense. Um, anywho, Drake, what, what are your thoughts on remakes? And you having been playing the uh, Final Fantasy VII remake, which is probably quite possibly one of the greatest remakes of this decade yeah i mean for me as in general about the topic it's very it's, it's very much based on context 
like what's the price point what's the new content is the new content is it even is it just a graphical update bringing it onto the new content or new consoles like the spyro reignited trilogy absolutely loved playing it however i personally felt that i think it was 40 pounds when it came out new here I felt that that was a bit pricey for my tastes to go and play a bunch of PlayStation games. Now, I got it through Humble Bundle a while ago. Hey, I got it right that time. Um, but, uh, like, really enjoyed them. Good games. Definitely happy that they're available on modern hardware. But, eh, yeah, on whether it needed to exist or not. Final Fantasy VII Remake... Like, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, one of the best parts about it is it in no way plays like Final Fantasy VII. Uh, I think if they'd gone down that road, I'd just be sitting here thinking, why am I not just playing the original? But, yeah, it, it's so much about context for me. Like, a good example of this is one of the games I've borrowed off my brother is the last of us remastered on the ps4 now to me that's a completely unnecessary remaster it came out on the ps3 it's not like we're talking about a 20 year old game i'm like just just make the console capable of playing it, the ps3 one done but you know, there's people who disagree with me on that, but that's just the whole situation I've got and the context I work with. Nice, nice. Okay, good, good answers. Uh, one more question. Um, so, oh, actually, two more questions. One question to follow this one: What <laughs> game do you want to see a remake for next? <laughs> if you had to choose one game, wow. If you had to choose one game, which game would you want to be uh, remade? This is, this is Desert Island style. You get to get one game and that's <laughs> Turn it. Turn the tables on Thrag's own uh, question here. Okay, I'm going to say one thing up front, and that is a game that I never, ever want to see remade, and that's Super Metroid. <laughs> Just going to say that right oh, now. Oh, yeah. And there is the obligatory mention of Super Metroid, as we get in every episode. Uh, but a game I'd like to see remastered or re-released in some way. Um, I'd like to see a straight-up re-release of Chrono Trigger, but oh, no, no yes. major changes beyond... And I, I don't even want them to go for 3D animation. No major changes except touching up the audio quality and the graphics quality overall and i literally mean touching it up a little just to make it look that little bit better on 1080p versus the 228 to 240 it would have been on a snes that's, yeah that's I, I think that's a a really good answer as far as that game goes um i honestly i'm trying to think of a game that i haven't played in a long time that i've wanted to play in a long time that hasn't already been remade um i mean like i like i just said a couple minutes ago i would absolutely love for them to release shadow of the colossus to pc because i'm a pc gamer right like all the games i play are on pc i have a switch i have a ps4 but 
they're not in my room with me. <laughs> they're over in the living room. Um, you know, those are games that I, 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 I feel different about playing here than because this is just like my area. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to deal with my kid and things like that. Um, you know what? Actually, I, I have a game that I can think of that I would love to see remade or remastered. And that would be Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to put it down, just I, I get the appeal. Vice City was a lot of fun, but I, for me, that that's a perfect example of a game which it doesn't need to be updated or anything. Maybe just a re-release onto modern hardware. You know, mm-hmm. maybe bundle three in San Andreas or just Vice City in San Andreas. That would sell like hotcakes. Just literally oh, yeah. re-release the two of those onto modern hardware boom, easy money for Rockstar. And it's not like they're struggling for easy money anyway. Right. Yeah, and I mean, that was just more or less thinking of, like, a game that came to mind that I was like, wait, this hasn't been done. Like, any of the Grand Theft Auto games really haven't had a proper... Even the last Grand Theft Auto game was Grand Theft Auto V. And that came out, like, what, 2014? Something like that? So it's been at least five years since we've had another entry and i think rockstar is definitely missing out on capturing nostalgia from people who are willing to go back and play those stories no, uh I get and it. to make to make it even worse for you than that they actually released in 2013 so oh so even, it's, even yeah, better even even better uh, yeah seven seven years uh it's kind of okay. like the it's the skyrim of grand theft auto games <laughs> i was about to ask you when, <laughs> yep. when zelda scrolls six jay <laughs> oh my gosh okay you know i oof, i am a huge fan of the elder scrolls and actually it's funny you bring that up because that is my remake that i want to see i want to see a morrowind remaster touch it up a little bit Ooh, or a, yes. a remaster with the current modern day graphics but keep keep it's extremely important because i know that it could be easy to mess this up i want them to keep that same feel that Morrowind gives you when you play it like that brutal of I could die at any moment uh, I have no idea where I'm going um, nothing no hand holding no map no compass no anything like that and so it, it's just I loved Morrowind for that really brutal brutal feeling and the deep lore to it and like I, I think a, a remaster of that would be fantastic it's a game that came out in 2003 so we're nearing almost 20 years that that the game has been released so I think it it, it Fair enough that that it's getting to the point where a possibility of a remake a remake could um, come about. And also another game that I would very much like to see uh, remade or remastered. Um, and I'm curious if either of you have ever played this game. It released, I believe, in the United States in 1999. Um, no, in Japan in 1999, 2000 in North America, and 2001 in Europe is Legend of Dragoon. Ooh. Yeah, I've okay. I've heard of this game. I've heard of this game. It is by far probably my one of my favorite uh, Final Fantasy style role playing uh, video games. I, I love Legend of Dragoon for the PlayStation, um, and I just I, I want to see either a remaster, kind of like how how Thray was talking about with Chrono Trigger, just touch it up a little bit, one to one it 
let's go. Or, I mean, even I, I would be satisfied with like a Final Fantasy VII remake style of Legend of Dragoon. Just something, I don't even know if there has been a new Legend of Dragoon or anything of the franchise of the sort that has released past this point. I think it deserves, it was such a great game. I think it deserves either a sequel in modern day graphics or a remake something. I, I need more Legend of Dragoon. It's such, it was such a fantastic game and uh, that's something that I would want to see remade. I will say I can definitely get on board with that. I absolutely love that game. I did own it. Um, however, I will also say if it did happen, I never have the time to play it anyway. I'm amazed, you know, how quickly I've managed to get through this Final Fantasy VII remake. I like <laughs> time to play other stuff. So awesome, awesome. Okay, my final question. Yeah, so my final question is, uh, and it's actually relevant with the you know the announcement of this uh, the Switch announce the Nintendo Direct with the announcement of all these new remakes and whatnot coming to the Switch. How how do you guys feel about like the future or like the current status of the Switch right now? You know, like these remakes and these um or rather these remasters or these just these games coming to the Switch bring brought to the Switch is great, but do you want to see like more like new IPs, new games coming out for the Switch? And there have been a lot of really awesome games that have released for the Switch in the last few years, but do you want to see more? Because I feel like, you know, with like the, the Wii U, a big issue with the Wii U was kind of the same deal. Like they didn't really release a lot of newer games. Um, how do you feel about the Switch right now? Like, what are your thoughts? Okay, so with the Switch, first off, I'm going to stand by my everlasting comment and argument in favor of Nintendo. They just keep on going. They're not going anywhere. Uh mm-hmm. I think the Switch is in a good place. I think it's continuing to be in a good place. I get that the director day sort of, you know, leads very easily onto the topic of remakes and re-releases, but I think given, I mean, it doesn't necessarily seem a big thing because it's not considered one of the big occasions, as it were, or the big anniversaries, but given that it's the 35-year anniversary, I'm not overly concerned because... The relationship with the indie developers seems to be growing massively with Nintendo. Uh, they're getting a lot of, like, not necessarily brand new, but a lot of, like, the top, top games of the last few years, even going back as far as, like, The Witcher 3, which, don't tell me you're not happy to get to play The Witcher 3 rocking round on your Switch. That's that's great. But, yeah, I've got no concerns about it. I think the Switch is in a good place, and I think it's just going to keep getting better and going as it is i'm going to agree with you on that and say that the switch is in a really good place it's definitely in a better place than what the wii was in than the wii u um i think the wii u definitely was the kind of low point for nintendo in the past couple of years the switch is definitely rivaling a market that no one is kind of competing with and that's the mobile and the ability to move around kind of market market. So I, I can only foresee Nintendo keeps growing the capabilities of that machine to be even better. Um, will, do I think that they'll come out with another mobile console, handheld console in the future? Yeah, definitely. Um, would it be anytime soon? Maybe within the next three years, they typically do this where they will lean on their console 
well into the lifespan of the next generation. So the PS5 and the Xbox, um, whatever it's called now, <laughs> Series Xbox X 420XXX. <laughs> that's right. Um, that that's yeah. So, but they typically lean on their console for at least the first year or two of the console wars going off so that the news kind of dies down and then they come out of nowhere and they're like, Hey, look, we're coming out with a new console and it's just as good as these guys. And the switch. I, I, two. Yeah. The switch Two or whatever they're going to call it. Um, I, I think with the way that they've been leaning into Pokemon go into this new Mario Kart game, into augmented reality in the first place into, um, you know, the GPS reality, like what Pokemon does, um, I think they're going to lean heavily into that market and really take advantage of the people that want a quick bite of game while they're on the bus or while they're walking from their car to the office or um, while they're out at the park or what have you. I think that's what they're going to lean into, and I think they're only going to win if they do that because no other console is doing it or trying to do it for that matter. Um I do think, though, that if they were to do another console, and even if, especially if they're going to do another console, they need to come out with a flagship IP that is going to be up there with Zelda, Mario, Metroid, all these great game series that have been around for generation after generation. And I'm not knocking those series. Don't get me wrong. They're great series. But... It feels like every single Nintendo console that has come out has only had those three IPs to lean on. Um, there are other IPs in Nintendo, I think, that do really well. But those three are the big three that come up in every Nintendo conversation. No, I can see your point there. Um, I'm going to say I don't actually think they need a new IP as such. I think it would be nice. But I think anybody who thinks Nintendo are going to struggle because they rely so heavily on Mario and a link to the part, oh, sorry, Legend of Zelda series, I think is probably fooling themselves. If they like, I know that's not literally what you're saying, but anybody who actually goes seriously down that path, I think they're fooling themselves because, yeah, again, Nintendo, like, it's obvious I'm a complete Nintendo loyalist here. But, uh, you know, I, me and Nintendo is the take my money meme, so. But I, I just think they offer a different product, as you said, to anything Microsoft or Sony are offering. Like, neither of those two companies has ever produced a game that competes with Mario as a platformer. Never. Yeah, completely agree with you. So, like, I, I don't think you're wrong. I think a new IP would be great. I think it could give a lot of life if it's successful to Nintendo. And in a sense, I know it's been around for a while in reality, but Fire Emblem was one that was quite late coming to the North American and the European markets. And mm -hmm. I think that's picking up a bit of momentum, especially after Three Houses. But... Yep. Again, yeah, I'll agree that a new IP would be nice, or just a continuation of the Metroid IP would be really, really nice. But yeah, you know, I, 
I like I said, I'm a loyalist. I trust Nintendo to give me what I want, and they very rarely, if ever, have let me down. Absolutely, absolutely. So, any more questions, Jay? No, but I think I'm ready to talk about some Steam Clear. All right, let's hear what's been going on with the Steam Clear because I haven't actually managed to catch any of your streams this week. Yeah, so um, I can't remember exactly where we left off last uh, last time about Steam Clear, but if anything, uh, Mass Effect Two has been completed. If that was already said, um, that's fine. Uh, Mass Effect Two was the last game I completed in the Steam Clear We've recently. Uh, a week or so ago, started Fable Anniversary on um, Steam, and I'm actually really enjoying it. I've actually finished the main game, um, and now I'm into the the Lost Chapters. I guess it, you want to. I guess it's called the. It was a. I'm guessing it was a separate game or maybe DLC for the original game, and then the anniversary version kind of combines the two. If I, I think that's how it works. I'm um, pretty sure it was DLC for the original. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm really enjoying um, that. It's got uh, really good, um, funny dialogue. Uh, and also, I'm a big fan of choices in games. Like, when a game gives me a choice to be good or bad, I think Fable uh, is pretty good about that. Um, I think it, I, I've been told that it gets even better as the franchise progresses. Um, but, you know, having the choice to kill or save um a main character is is pretty cool um also yeah um that's basically where steam clear has been at. i've been pretty busy the last few weeks so the the clearing of actual games has been slower than than what it was in the summer um but i'm still uh i'm still having a lot of fun with with fable um and yeah that that's basically it for my my steam clearing adventure uh, i know Following uh, Fable Anniversary, we're going to be playing uh, Thief 3, um, which is the, <laughs> I believe is the newest release of the Thief franchise. Uh, I've managed to play Thief 1 and Thief 2 during uh, this adventure, and it, oh, man, they are some of the hardest games I've ever played, and only... I mean, I'll be honest, probably because it's my fault. I The games, you really have to respect them and appreciate them for what they are as a game, and I just didn't. I tried to do too much, too fast, and a little impulsively. You really have to be cautious, patient, and aware of your surroundings with these games. Like, truly. I don't, if you guys have never played Thief, it's it's an unbelievable experience. Uh, if, you're, if you're good at being patient, it's definitely a game that you'll do well in, but if you're not patient like I am, you will die a lot. <laughs> um, so I'm very curious to see how Thief 3 goes. That's to follow Fable Anniversary, so maybe um, I'm actually fairly close to the end of Fable Anniversary. I've finished the main game. I just got to do the DLC part of it, the Lost Chapters, and should finish that off uh, maybe even today, honestly, and then we'll jump into Thief 3 and see how that goes. Nice. I, I have played, uh, I think it's just the original Thief I've played, uh, but years ago. But yeah, they're really good games. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed them, and I'm hoping you enjoyed the third one, to be honest. I need to get back and play the rest of them myself. 
But I suppose if that's all there is for the Steam Clear update, have either of you got anything else? Or do you want to get some ridiculous quiz questions going? I'm ready to get my redemption because uh, I think last last week we ended in a, or last session we ended in a tie and then we had to do the tiebreaker and I borked the year on when a game released. Heck. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> okay, so as I said, I have been not lazy, not busy, just gaming. So I didn't really prepare anything. So these questions are going to be very different from anything you might normally expect. But I've got four topics for you. So, as our current leader, Sinneth, do you want to go first or defer? Um, I'll go first. We'll, we'll give Jay the, uh, the handicap. Okay, so I have... <laughs> <laughs> general knowledge nerd knowledge sport and opening lyrics these are as they were titled in the work quiz okay which topic do you want um let's get the sport one out of the way sport okay uh sorry to interject the rules are still the same uh Seneth will get an opportunity to uh, guess, and then if he doesn't get it, then I'll get an opportunity to steal. Well, the only rule here, Jay, is that there are no rules. So <laughs> Nice. Uh... All right, then I win. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, I suppose the better way to phrase it would be, I am the rules. But uh, let's yeah, see, one, ten have five. we got a softball question here? Okay. Yeah, this is a reasonable soft one. So, Sinath. Uh, mm -hmm. In the NFL, they award mm -hmm. the Vince Lombardi Trophy. Which team were the first recipients of this trophy? <laughs> um, I know. Well, I will, I will say that I have never heard of the Vince Lombardi Trophy, so I'm going to be throwing out a guess. <laughs> well, um, I, I did say in the question, and I'll say it again because I like to see Jay lose. It is an NFL team. Right. And I'm just going to throw a team out there and say the Falcons. Okay. Jay? I, no, I said I know, and I regret saying that, but <laughs> uh, Vince Lombardi was a coach for the Packers, I believe. He was and, a coach for the Packers. And now I, I, now I guess that doesn't mean it automatically has to be the Packers, but I guess I'm going to have to go with it, the Packers. Okay, well, that is 1-0 to Jay. The Green Bay Packers were the first recipients <laughs> of the Vince Lombardi trophy. Okay. Uh, seeing as we go back and forth here, Jay, sport. Let's have a look for something a bit harder. <laughs> I was scared. Now. I knew, I knew straight away that Vince Lombardi was the Packers head coach, but I didn't know if that just automatically meant that the Packers were the recipient of that trophy. But hey, I'm happy with it. I'm there happy. You go. Okay. Let's see. Okay, it, it's we'll keep it American just to be a bit fairer. Uh, <laughs> so, 
the NHL awards the Stanley Cup. Now, I'll tell you up front that it wasn't always awarded for the NHL. It was originally awarded to the best amateur team in Canada. What year was the Cup first awarded? Oh, dang, that's very specific. Um, (laughs) Heck, uh, do you want to open it up to whoever's closest? (laughs) Nope. Okay, I'm going to say 1973. 1973. Um, I'm going to go earlier than that and say 1965. Well, you're both way off. Whoa. NHL itself has existed longer than both of those guesses. Uh, But the reason I mentioned about it being awarded to the first... Uh, to amateur teams at first was so that you might get an idea that it was actually before the NHL even existed and the first year in which it was awarded was 1893 oh, my goodness wow. I would not have expected that <laughs> so when people talk about trophies with history that is right up there oh yeah for sure especially you know in context with American sport history that's, that's, that's definitely up there with yeah for sure oh, yeah. huge uh, right, so the next topic, Jay, it's your call. So awesome. you have general knowledge, nerd knowledge, or opening lyrics. Do opening lyrics. Okay. Nice. I like it. I yeah. like it. Right. I'm not going to sing these, just so you know. I'm literally just going to read them out to you because I don't want the tune to give it away or nothing. And... I didn't sign up for this. You didn't sign up for any of this. Okay, so Jay, it was your pick, but it's Sinneth's question, so Mm -hmm. let's see. See, the problem is a good portion of these are ones that you probably know in the UK, but less likely so overseas. But we'll give it a go. So, Sinneth, the opening lyrics to this song uh, I'm on a train going nowhere. I ran away to make you care. I'll be honest, I'm not expecting either of you to know this one. Um, I'm on a train going nowhere. I'm, and then you said, the, song, the song that's popping into my head, I'm pretty sure is an, is an American song. I don't think it's an English song. Um... And I honestly can't think of who sings it or what the title is, but I got the tune in my head. Give us the tune. Sing it out for us. What do you think it is? Um, I, I, and I, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I think I'm wrong because the lyrics that are coming to my head are "I'm a city boy born in South Detroit." Yes, that's exactly yeah, it's, the it's one. And I'm jumping on a, yeah, and I'm jumping on a midnight train going anywhere. That's the song that's popping in my head. Yes. That's... I cannot get that song out of my head as I'm trying to think about what this song is. <laughs> yeah. Do you just want to guess a song? Any song? No, I'm out. Yeah? Done? Done. Yeah, I think we're I think we're both kind okay. of stuck on that. You can give us uh artist? The artist is Royal Blood. Who? I've never heard of them. <laughs> never heard of them. Okay. What is, is is that even a band? Yes. Are you pulling you, our leg? I, look, 
go and check them out. This particular song is Royal Blood's Come On Over from their first album, which came out like three, four years ago. Can't be specific because I didn't look it up. But Interesting. Um, it's quite literally drum and bass. However, it is very rock-styled as opposed to like club-styled. Uh, mm. Go and take a look. You might enjoy okay. them. It might not be your thing, but check out Royal Bloods. They're really good. I enjoy them. Definitely. Good live show, too. Okay. Uh, let's see right. if we can make this one a little bit easier. Yeah, that's right. A little bit easier for me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Reverse this, psychology. Now this he chooses one is fairly well known. So. Okay. Standing in the rain with his head hung low. Couldn't get a ticket. It was a sold out show. Oh, I actually know this song. Jay's guess. Well, keep uh, in the pocket. Fox Hero Foreigner. Yes, it is. Ooh! Two notes of Jay. Okay. Yep. I knew that song as soon as you said it, and I was like, nope, it's Jay's guess. I gotta wait. <laughs> okay. That's a good song. Great song. I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you both another uh, song lyrics first, and we'll throw a fourth question on the end, because well, yeah. I I feel like there was a major difference in the difficulty of those two songs. (laughs) Okay, so, Sinath. Mm -hmm. Where it began, I can't begin to know when, but then I know it's growing strong. Um, that is who started the fire. Um, is that Billy Joel? Jay, you want to guess? <laughs> I don't know. That's Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, dude, seriously? <laughs> like, that was, that was like that was a softer throw for to me at least than the foreigner one. But okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who, who, what was the song again? Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. Oh. Heck, I don't think I've ever heard that song before. Okay, <laughs> I just don't believe that. Okay, to be fair, I've heard every sport event, the chorus. That's about it. <laughs> but but the actual like full length of the song, probably never. All right, fair enough. That that yeah. that makes a little bit of sense at least. Is it the one that goes Sweet Caroline? Yeah. Bop, yep. yeah. Sport ba, ba, ba. Huge in the United States. Huge. Every okay. game, all the time, but never oh, like the song. Dude, any sport and event or party event worldwide, that is a fixture, especially in the English speaking world. <laughs> okay, but, nice. Okay. This one uh, is that the last one here? No, I do have some more. Let me have a look. Yeah, hit me with the hit me with the lyrics. Hit me with your best shot. Hit me with your best lyric. Far away. Okay. You, I'm going to guess you don't know this one, but we'll give it a try. Oh boy. Jay. Now's my time to shine. It doesn't matter if you're wrong or if you're right. It makes no difference if you're black or if you're white. Also, this is a song that I strongly recommend you check out if you don't know it. Heck, say it one more time. It doesn't matter if you're wrong or if you're right. It makes no difference if you're black or if you're white. 
you're vulnerable, right? It makes no difference if you're black or you're white. Do you have um, more lyrics to follow, or you just have those lyrics? I'm not going to give you more lyrics, if okay. that's what you're asking, but I know what they are. Sinneth, do you know this one? I've heard it, but I Same. can't. I I'm trying can't think so of... hard, trying so hard to get the tune in my head. <laughs> okay, Doesn't I will have to brush you for an answer here, Jay. Oh heck, I think that might have been it. Heck, ah, uh... come on, Jay, I'm gonna have to press you. Wow, weird. For for one reason, I had two tickets to paradise in my head. <laughs> it's not that right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is it? Who, who's the artist? Uh, Sinath, you want to guess first? Um, I am not sure to be honest, and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I've I've heard. I was thinking about it with Jay, and I'm like, I know I've heard these lyrics before, but I can't think of yeah. who it's by or what the name of the song is. Okay, so the artist is Gary Moore. And the song itself features Phil Lynott. Oh, who? Uh, Phil Lynott is the lead singer of Thin Lizzy. Gary Moore was a guitarist for Thin Lizzy and does a number it, of other bands. Does it go like, who? doesn't matter if you're wrong or right? Like, does it have like that kind of tune to it? No. Seriously, Heck. go check this out. This is a <laughs> badass tune. And... Yeah, anyone listening who hasn't heard the song, especially if you enjoy like blues rock music, oh, this stuff is it is awesome. The video is a bit random, but it's very enjoyable. Okay. So let's move on. That's two nil to Jay. Sinneth, I'm trying to give you chances to get back in this, but you're really not helping yourself. I, I know I'm not, but you're also getting some good curveballs in these questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the other two topics and it's Sinner's pick were general knowledge and nerd knowledge. I don't actually even know what's in nerd knowledge. You know what? Let's find out what's in nerd knowledge. Where is it? Okay. Uh, this makes sense. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, I'll throw you what should in theory be a fairly easy one. What did Gary Gygax and Dave Arneson create? Dungeons and Dragons. Spot on. That is 2-1 to J-Chalk. Whoa. Wait, wait a minute. What? <laughs> This is rigged. In what way is it rigged? <laughs> oh, you know, Sinneth in the beginning talking about how he's just been like spending, you know, a lot of his time doing Dungeons and Dragons mapping and <laughs> Okay, are you saying that I didn't give you like a massive softball one to open the opening lyrics section? Fair enough. There we go. <laughs> okay. J Chalk. For your attitude, uh, let's have a look. Get wrecked. Actually, I like this question anyway. It's a fun little trivia question. Which Star Wars movie is the only one not to feature someone losing a hand or an arm? 
Um, does this include every Star Wars that has been released thus far? Like, what's the context of the question? Yeah, the year. Okay, in fairness, the question was made before the release of Episode Nine. Okay. Uh, so everything except that one. Okay. How so I about? I think it stands for that one as well. So losing a hand, and what was the other one? Uh, it's the only. There's only one Star Wars film that's doesn't have someone lose a hand or an arm in it which one is it okay hand or an arm huh how about star wars a new hope no not sorry that's the third one what's the yeah, second I one i couldn't take the first answer sorry heck <laughs> no i wanted the second one empire strikes back that's the one the one where luke famously has his hand cut off and his lightsaber falls into the city events <laughs> Yeah, no. it's that episode one. one, the Phantom Menace. So, well, oh, I've, sorry, you... Senator, I didn't give you a chance to answer that one. My bad. Wow, uh, and I was going to guess the Phantom Menace. Oh well, it's too late now. Do you know what? I'm, I'm just gonna have to take Senator his words tool. No, but what, what we'll do, we will we'll throw you a bonus question later if it's a if it if you're a point behind at the end of this, we'll throw you a bonus question that. See if you can make it up and go for a tie break. Uh, okay, slightly. Let's let's stay on Star Wars. How many of the main series of Star Wars movies were directed by George Lucas? Sinneth? I'm thinking, and I feel like this is a trick question. Yeah, I'm. I'm also thinking because I think I know the answer to this. But I'm also like, this feels kind of tricky. <laughs> I'm going to say that there were only three, being the original trilogy that he directed. the 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 newer the one, two, and three movies. He was on the team, but I don't think he directed them. Okay, Jay, how many do you want to guess? I want to guess um, all but the last two. Okay. Uh, when you say all but the last two, are you including seven and eight in that? Uh, yeah, sorry, uh, seven, eight, and nine. What, he directed all of them or none of them? He directed all but seven, eight, and nine. Okay. Uh, you're both wrong, but Sinneth <laughs> is closer because his guess is three, yours is six, and the answer is four. He directed episodes one, two, three, and four. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, do you know what? Uh, as as I'm the one that makes the rules, and Sinneth was the closest, and I screwed him on the last answer, he can have a point for that. It's two all. Uh, <laughs> nice. And the last topic. Uh, sorry, I have to ask Jay another question first, don't I? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Jay. Who was the first Marvel Comics character to receive a theatrically released feature film? Superman. <laughs> should you tell him or should I? <laughs> Wait, um, I'm sorry. Slow down. You said Marvel, right? He did say Marvel. All right, I, I thought you said DC. Let me, let me backtrack here. Uh, no. Hey, I corrected myself before you said anything. <laughs> It's cool. I'll let you have uh, this one. Okay, Marvel. Um, 
but I'm going to have to press you for an answer, seeing as, you know, we're letting you have a do-over, effectively. <laughs> um, Spider-Man. Sinneth? Hmm. That was a bad guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I was honestly going to guess Spider-Man, but knowing that, hmm. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to have to push you for an answer, dude. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm going to throw out... Trying to think of a superhero that was that was not well-known, because it's definitely not a well-known one. It was a movie that was never really good. Okay, you've got um, five. Blade. We're going with Blade. Also incorrect. The answer was Howard the Duck in 1986. Interestingly... <laughs> Guess who was involved in that movie? And it did bomb, by the way. George, George Lucas. Lucas. Whoa! Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I was just kidding. That's nope. so funny. Directly involved. Okay. So that leaves us with our general knowledge section, which, to be honest, again, I have no idea what's in this. So let's have a look. <clears throat> okay. I can't ask that because it's a true or false uh, okay so tool synth what is yep. the hardest substance in the human body I was that not expecting would, that as a question I would I would I'm going to guess but I'm fairly confident that it is tooth enamel it is indeed enamel. 3-2 to Sinath. Uh, some of these questions are going to be really, really hard for you, so I'm going to skip them. Uh, let's have a look. Just like tooth enamel. Hey! Oh, dude. <laughs> uh, let's have a look. Okay, Jay. What is yes. the largest organ of the human body? Oh, I know this one. Um, I know it too. Uh, heck. Doesn't sound like you know it. I do. <laughs> it's the, um, the, the, not the veins. What the heck is it called? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's not what you would think it is. I don't think it's what you think it is, though, but, you know, we don't know what you think it is because you haven't told <laughs> us. What's your answer? Come on. You know this. Um, <laughs> the skin. It is the skin. Yeah, see, that's Three, what I was going for. Oh. God. Okay. One last question each. Hmm. Okay, so Sinath, who discovered hmm. penicillin? So the funny thing is, is I know how it was discovered, but I can't think of who discovered it. <laughs> um, so funny story, someone figured out that by drying out urine, you could create penicillin. But I don't remember who did it, so I'm gonna have to bow bow down on that one. Jay, do you know who discovered penicillin? Uh, I'm gonna also bow down on that one. 
Okay, it was Sir Alexander Fleming on the 28th of September, 1928. Wow. Uh, okay, J-Chalk, let's see. What's the hardest question I've got here? <laughs> I do actually have one that I think you'd have no ability to answer, but it's very, very specific to the UK. Um, I'll tell you what it is afterwards. So, Jay, your question. In the song September, what night did the band Earth, Wind and Fire ask if you remember? In the song September, yep. what night, or sorry, what, what day? No, what night did the band Earth, Wind and Fire ask if you remember? Oh, heck. Well, I'm just going to have to go say Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I want to look something up. <laughs> no, actually, don't worry. I'll do that later. Uh, Sinus, do you want to take a guess? The 21st. Oh, heck. Oh. Oh. Sinus. 4 3. Smashing that out of the park and stealing the win on Jay's last question. No tiebreaker for you two. So. Overall, that makes the quiz 2-0 to Sinneth. Good job, Jay. Don't don't think I'm trying to push you down or nothing, but sort yourself out, is it? Um, but yeah, the question that I came across on this quiz, and it's not only specific to the UK, it's actually quite specific to my job as well. But And it's a fairly new thing. I'm not expecting either of you to have any clue about it. But it is, what is... Velology, and it is the study and collection of tax discs, which were a thing up until about five years ago in the UK. And apparently, there is a major market for them as collectibles. And it was like your road tax for your vehicle. So yeah, I was going to ask you that one, but that would have got us the tiebreaker, I suppose. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But yeah, I thought that one might be a little bit too far. But we'll come up with a quiz for next time. I'll come up with something a bit more specific. But 2-0 to Sinneth. I look forward to round three. We might have to start being a little bit nicer to Jane. Uh, <laughs> what? So... <laughs> <laughs> he won on a technicality. He won on a technicality. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you rule what. change. <laughs> well, for one, they're my rules. I can do what I want with them. That's right. I'll, I'll tell you what, right? Because I'm such a nice guy, what I will do... Uh, let me get the tiebreaker question up. And I want to see how many you can get, Jay. Because in okay. fairness, there was a point where I denied Sinneth a point and then gave him a point that wasn't really there. Because, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I just closed the window, so I'm going to have to wait for it to reopen. While we're waiting for that, anything uh, going on with you guys that you want to update us on? Anything coming up? I want to throw a shout-out for something I've been watching recently, and I think you guys should watch it too. Um, it's a YouTube series that's called Storied, S-T-O-R-I-E-D. And it goes into the different urban legends that have been going around for 
all eternity. Anything from um, Bigfoot to the Loch Ness Monster to Chupacabra, um, even like older Japanese legends. Like, so if you're into like lore and legends, go check this channel out. Fair. Okay. Um, so I've got the question now. So I tell you what, we'll we'll both have a go at it. Um, or you'll both have a go at it. And let's let's soon as I make the rules, see if Jay can steal this back from Sinner to make it one over one all overall. So let's go. You have to name as many countries as you can whose name begins and ends with the same letter, but not the letter A. Good oh. luck. Not the letter A. Yeah. Good luck. Okay. Czech Republic. One. Um, if you get more than half of them, I'll give you the win. Unless okay. Seneth can beat you to it. I'm so, not even going to try. <laughs> I'm also only going to give you two minutes to give me as many as you can. Good. I was going to say, give me a time limit. Okay, it's so probably Czech not Republic. even going to be two minutes. Um... Sinus, you got any gases you want to throw out? You can block them from him if you will. Um, <laughs> I geography is probably my worst subject. I'll say that right now. So <laughs> oh, this is not I, an easy question either. This worked out as a great tiebreaker when we did this in work because, like, in fairness, one of the people was like this, this, this. And then for the rest of the day, they were just coming back to me going, was this on it? <laughs> I was like, um, like, I love a question like that. Does it still count as a win if I got more than him? <laughs> no. Are you, have you run out already, Jay? I, I, I still got time. I'm still thinking. I'm just, I'm, I just every time it. I think it's with A. I'm going to give you about another 30 seconds tops. Okay. Um... So, Sinath, what topic mm -hmm. do you think I should look at for next time's quiz? Hmm. What topic should you look up for next time's quiz? How about the movies that have really... Uh, you could get some movies in there. Okay. Next quiz will be a movie-based quiz. I can do that. We'll avoid Star Wars as well, since we've already had a couple of questions of them, but I make no promises that there will be none. All right, Jay. You're about to run out of time. Uh, and then the, the only one that I can think of is uh, Central African Republic. Those are the only two that I can think of. Czech Republic and Central African Republic. Any, yeah, I was trying, both I was trying to think of all of my republics. Those <laughs> <laughs> okay. the two that I came up with. So they are the first two alphabetically as well. Oh, uh, nice. Following that, in alphabetical order, you have the Seychelles. Oh, my gosh, of course. St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Mm. Solomon Islands. Mm -hmm. St. Kitts and Nevis. Never heard of that one. And Tibet. Ah! <laughs> but there we go. Sinneth keeps his victory. 2-0 yeah, okay. to Sinneth. And Jay, the next topic now, as we said, movies. So Very nice. Anything else before we wrap this up, guys? No, I'm I'm good. I'm good as well. Okay, well, in that case, uh, very quick update. The next episode, as hinted at by Senator myself earlier, will be a Desert Island Gaming 
interview with Sinneth, giving us his four games that he's chosen. So tune in for that because that's going to be a good bit of fun. And we will be back with our as yet unnamed podcast show, which is just going to be a subsidiary of the Your Lives in Gaming podcast, where these two are going to try and think of the name in the next two weeks that we can use for it. I mean, we could just stick with as yet unnamed. <laughs> we could. We could. <laughs> we could also think all of our lives in gaming. We could. Also another one. But uh, we'll see what we feel by next time. But anyway, to anyone listening, thank you so much for joining us. We have had so much fun, and I hope you've enjoyed it with us. To my wonderful co-hosts, Jay Chalk and Sinath, thank you yet again for joining me. And for anyone listening... Have a good one. Have a good day. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. And if you want to get in contact with the show, maybe you've got a question you want to hear asked, or you'd like to suggest or be a future guest for the show, maybe you just want to keep up with what's going on with the podcast or my life in general, you can find me on social media at YLIGP on Twitter, at YLIG underscore podcast on Instagram, and the Your Lives in Gaming podcast group on Facebook, or drop me an email to yourlivesingaming at gmail.com. And thanks again for listening.